This has to be the only person who's joined a cult because she needed stool socks. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most bland way to get into a sex cult. <laughs> no, but I get it. Like, uh, if if you have constipation, a million other Americans do, and if we all have constipation together, we can solve constipation. Hi there, y'all. Are you full of shit? <laughs> well, come on down to Consumer Byline. We're all full of shit. We'll fix you right up. Hello and welcome to Blood on the Sand, where we're playing the smoothest of contemporary jazz. I'm your host, Michael Johnson. With me, as always, is Mr. Bob Keane. What's happening, y'all? And the man on the man on the radio station, the man with the smooth jazz, with the mustache himself, Andre Hatchum. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is the and they and this is the sexiest elevator in the world. We going straight down. This elevator is hell. (laughs) This elevator is going down to the taint. Ooh, (laughs) going down to the South Pole, if you know what I mean. Hey, yeah, that that would be just blue humor, except for and we're talking about Nixium in this, so there's going to be a whole bunch of taints (laughs) and fucking all all that moist and humid stuff. Yeah, it's gonna gonna it's gonna smell like a porno set in your mind. Shag carpeting? <laughs> Shag carpeting and lube. It's either a mold or a really good night. Hey, <laughs> it, I think the uh, the waterbed sprung a leak. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's a hole in something? I'm going to go fuck it. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> fucking fucking a waterbed. Where'd you find this? <laughs> um... <laughs> So wait, are we gonna get to the sex stuff? We're so we're gonna touch on some sex stuff in Ooh. in this episode. So we're the thing is, I, there's just too much information. I'm in collapsing. Head? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bob. I don't know if we ever talked about this, but uh, Andre and I had to have a thirty or thirty minute to an hour long conversation about the philosophy of what the truth is. <laughs> oh God, yeah, this is a frightening microcosm of the rest of the world right now. <laughs> it's like you know what? I think masks are somehow involved with Satan now. Uh, yeah. I really need to lighten up on my research on this. Wait, masks cause five G? <laughs> Yeah, this is a fucking mind bender. Well, and the thing is, is one of the things we were worried about going into this is like how sensitive to be to some of the like the people re- yeah. involved that weren't believe Keith all Ranieri and stuff yes. like that. But the thing is, is like when I delved into this, is like most of the people, even that weren't involved in the the lawsuits and and all the criminal stuff, most everyone's like bad. Like, <laughs> most, most, there's, there's not a lot of innocent people really it's, like not, a, it's like a legion of dune by way of ma- multi-level marketing scam. yeah like even the people that got taken advantage of were taking advantage of people so it's like i fucking, you know <laughs> in a way he's he's like batman but you know <laughs> Except what, like, cause he, like the Michael Keaton Batman because he's short. And you- yeah, yeah, it's just like, you know, it feels good that he's hurting these other people, but I don't really like his methods. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
No one, just all of this, just no one, no one, none of these people should have been born. (laughs) (laughs) A virus that eats other viruses. uh, Like, it's not, this is nothing, it's just, they're all bad. Do you want want me to just get into it? No, wait, I I want to defend one person, okay? Okay. Are you telling me that in last episode when we played that fucking clip for that guy that wanted to look for Noah's Ark, Ah. he, he wasn't a victim? He is a paragon of virtue. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, that was his. It was his life stream. <laughs> He's like <laughs> he wanted to to le- be proud of something to one thing. And that, that guy looked like he was going to Turkey. Was he was going to Turkey to look for the the for Noah's Ark. But I guarantee you, if he had gotten there, he'd be like a lot of fucking Arabs here. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, bet I, I could I, scam them over on I something. Need to, I need to fucking. We need to do something about this. I bet they could use some supplements. <laughs> this is a real brown neighborhood. I don't know about this. I don't know. Well, this obviously. Well, Noah was white. I don't understand. <laughs> I thought this was Europe. His name's Noah. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about this earlier. Uh, yeah, there are no Middle Eastern names I can think of because they've all been stolen by white people. <laughs> these are biblical. No, these are mine. <laughs> You people have such good culture. <laughs> yes, you took it. <laughs> yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, yeah, let's right. get into yeah. it. So, well, all right. So we've been, it's, we're blood on the sand, but we are right now. We're on the muddy creek beds of Albany. We'll get there. We'll <laughs> we get are there. Gonna, we are going to get to sand. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get to sand. I promise. This ends in LA. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, everything does. <laughs> Comedy, for example. (laughs) Bob's music career. Oh, boy, yeah. Just off the top, Patreon.com, because the Albany Times Union did most of the reporting for this, and I've just, I I refuse to pay. Right. (laughs) For their for like two dollar a weekly thing, <laughs> from um, the news and all. I already bought. The, I already bought a book for this, so like, it's, <laughs> that's all you're getting out of us until yeah. you do, go to our Patreon, which we'll set up later. Yeah. So more, but I still I manage to find ways. If you hit print fast enough, you get yes. behind the paywall. <laughs> okay. This is a real thing. So if you go to a thing that has a paywall, you you do real quick Control A, which selects everything, and then Control C. No shit. If you shit. do it real quick, Control A, Control Z. Control C. You can copy everything on it, then open up a Google Docs, which is free. Control <laughs> V. Paste oh, it. I just Please, do, if you see us, I just do print because if you I, see it, but it's it's either yeah. way. What I'm trying to say here is, if you see one of us at a show or an open mic, just give us money. Give us. We don't have a Patreon yet. Get, throw me a ten spot. I probably deserve it. Yeah. And we then we can do this instead of doing this fucking trailer park investigative reporting. This <laughs> <laughs> is like if Bob Woodward was on Trailer Park Boys. That's <laughs> guys. I'm thinking we start a podcast. Man, fucking a. Fucking great! Yeah. All right. So in this episode, I want to give you the backstory of Tony Natalie, which is and is I we talked about her briefly in episode two. She's she ends up kind of meeting Keith through Consumers Byline, but she's like a very quintessential, like one of the women that gets involved in the harem, and she also is the one that published a book. So I kind of figured I'd I'd do a little oh, bit so of backstory on her. She's, she's number two. Yeah. Yes. She's she's she like the, the right second one. Man. We will talk about the first one. Oh because yeah. And okay. uh although that will be episode four. Because Keith Ranieri gets bitches. Yeah, yeah. So subscribe if you want to if you enjoyed anything that what you just heard, subscribe to this fucking podcast on iTunes and Spotify. Right. 
I'd both. And do it if you didn't. <laughs> All, right. All right. So Tony uh, Natalie is born to an Italian family in the 60s. Her uh, dad, his name is Tony with a Y. <laughs> That's got to get... And uh, her name is Tony with an I. So I'm gross. a third generation Bob, so I know what this is. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, her parents divorce immediately, and her mom remarries a guy named Al. Now everything's fine until she's four years old when one of her uncles starts to abuse her. We don't know if it's Al's. She made it all the way to four yeah. when things were being fine? Oh, Jeez. oh man, she you had know, a good run going. Man, you know, you don't want to give him too much of a head start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep him down. So don't know if it's Al's brother or her dad's brother, uh, but she does tell her biological dad, Tony, uh, Daddy, he kisses me hard, and apparently Tony just ignores it. Um, That's yeah. what a Tony would do. Yeah. yeah. So, and Al would, would put his put his foot down. Oh, yeah. Merita, it's a whole thing. <laughs> so uh, she never says another word about it and goes on for another seven years until middle school. I don't know if maybe she got too old or he died or something, but it <laughs> She got too old. <laughs> 11. Uh, she's damaged goods at 11. <laughs> <laughs> Starts playing the recorder. It's too big. Uh. <laughs> She's yeah. The first day she gets a recorder, all of a sudden they're like, "What are you doing?" She's like halfway down the thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Just well, well. But my uncle says no. Oh, oh God, <laughs> this is a conversation for somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> we did dive right into this one on this episode. This yeah, is, just like yeah. she did this on that recorder. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Play the porno music. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. We're gonna. We're gonna get there. Um, so it also doesn't help that her sister has seizures and has serious mental issues and dies when Tony is a uh, sixteen. Jesus uh, Christ. So this is not a great start for not her. Not everybody or her can take all that uncle men. dick, you know. No. Not everybody can <laughs> oh take all that God. uncle dick. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, some of them end up great comics. This, uh, <laughs> this is a rough start. Ah! <laughs> <to> episode three. <laughs> I'm not even drunk. <laughs> you want to restart? Hell no. Good. <laughs> all right. We, so, we just got to get through the muck. Yeah, yeah. All Don't right, worry. So I'm taking all the flag for you guys. I'm this good. is This is not a great start for her or her attachments with men. Uh, when she's 17, she marries a mobster's son to avoid a mob war in Rochester. What is, what is this? Rochester? Fucking Romeo and yeah. Juliet? Oh, yeah. So I, I, I think I may have gotten too excited. Uh, mm, that's a wrong way to phrase that. Yeah. But, so I you over. definitely were too excited. I can see from here. Yeah. <laughs> Her dad, Tony, is like sort of like a pretend mob. He's like a low-level fringe mafia guy. Ah, he's a Tony. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a, Tony. a Tony. I thought you said his name was Tony, not, hey, Tony. <laughs> yeah. There's Tony. Hey, Tony. Tony. Hey, Tony. Hey, Tony. Fuck you, bro. Where's the focaccia gule? Vaffangulo. Um, so, yeah. So, she marries a guy to avoid a mob war. I, I don't know. She, I read her fucking book. Does not that's go into they, more detail. That's what they did in medieval <laughs> Europe. Yeah. It's like <laughs> Romeo and Juliet, yeah, exactly. but like just in New Jersey. It's like in that fa- fucking stupid movie. <laughs> in fair <laughs> Newark DiCaprio. where we set our scene. <laughs> so, it's, it's like Tony with an I, Tony with a Y. <laughs> <laughs> two Tony with of, two eyes. Two so- houses of similar station in Rochester, New yeah. York. Yo, Tony, two eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so, but they uh, get divorced within a few years because at 20, so that she married that guy at 17, at 20, she marries another guy just so that he can try to win custody of his three children. What a saint. Obviously. <laughs> it doesn't make, none of this makes sense. Wait, wait, wait. She's, he, she's yeah, a no, train no, wreck. Don't think about it, Bob. She's okay. a train wreck. This is, <laughs> okay. this is the thing. It's, she's, uh, have you, you've seen like the town? She's the, the character, she's the chick that ends up rolling at the end. Oh. Like the, the, the one with the kid that might be Ben Affleck's. Oh, I thought, okay. Okay, that was a like terrible reference. sounds like a chick reference. that would have dated mm. me at 23. <laughs> yeah. Yes, probably. Damaged goods, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Very much so. Um, so, okay, so uh, Tony, she's a saint. She's a, oh, by the way, yeah, she claims that the 1988 movie Married to the Mob with Michelle Pfeiffer, Michelle Pfeiffer and Matthew Modine was based on her first marriage. Oh, fun. <laughs> so that's, that's probably. Wait, wasn't Married to the Mob kind of. That's probably true. Wait, wasn't I told like, you, no one is good hang on, in this story. Hang on, wasn't Married to the Mob like a rom-com? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, it, if you're gonna darker. make a rom, th this woman's uh, whole life story is a rom. It was Come what? On. It was that that movie like the Mickey Blue Eyes. It was yeah. essentially Mickey Blue Eyes, but in the eighties. Oh. <laughs> and uh, so yeah. everyone's delusional. Turns out, story. if you've been in an abusive relationship, all it needs is some punch up. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what this is telling me. My um, first marriage was like I married an axe murderer. <laughs> that was the movie. My had life a really was funny off. uncle, <laughs> Scottish guy. All right, so um, now her second marriage, uh, the one where she helps the guy get custody of her kids, uh, also doesn't last. Um, but by her late 20s, she's met Rusty DeCook, which sounds made up. And <laughs> I'm, Hey, I'm Rusty DeCook. No, Wait, Dick, yeah, DeCook. Let me guess. So the first marriage was to prevent a mob war. The second marriage was to get somebody's kids. This third marriage, I don't know. He wanted to start a comedy club? Yeah. So no, no, no. So actually, Rusty, good guy. Oh, good Supposed, guy Rusty. Like, good fella named Rusty. Ru yes, Rusty himself will say I look like Howdy Doody, but for Tony, it's not about looks. She just says, I just needed someone stable, and he was stable. Ah, finally, a marriage <laughs> she's She's settling, and she's gonna fuck a bass player <laughs> <laughs> in like two years. Finally, a marriage that isn't based on some type of crazy antics. <laughs> I've been watching the first four seasons of Gilmore Girls. Rory does the same thing. <laughs> well, Judge, uh, you know, We'll find out that Tony's judgment is shit. Um, <laughs> oh, Rusty isn't a good guy? I mean, he might, it's, he's, it's just not, he might not just be so stable, but right now, Rusty has a chain of tanning salons that he runs with his mom. Uh, according to Tony, Rust, calling Rusty a mama's boy understated how much control that woman had over him. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Jesus we got an Christ. Ed, an Ed Gein Yeah, type. it's going to be an Ed Gein or fucking, what's his name? The Candyman from yeah. fucking Houston. Nothing, oh, yeah. nothing uh, would ever come between Rusty and his mother, least of all a twice-divorced 29-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> twice-divorced 29-year-old is the most specific emo band name. <laughs> uh, no, I think Rape Since 4. That's a ska band. No. That's a ska band. <laughs> well, I was going to say Grindcore, but maybe. <laughs> Napalm Death with four-year-old rape victim or whatever the fuck you just said. <laughs> <laughs> four-year-old. <laughs> oh, God. Ugh. This is a rough. That tasted it's bad coughing, coming not out. Laughing. <laughs> I have coronavirus. <laughs> oh, great. We, we all deserve it after that. <laughs> all right, but um. All right, but eventually they do. She's determined to make it work, and they do, and they marry. They try having a kid. They can't. Uh, so womb is polluted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Al Pacino. <laughs> Tony Montana. <laughs> Oh, world is just so fucked up. <laughs> they can't, so they adopt a kid named Michael. Hey, uh, well, I like him so far. Hey, at least there was a happy ending. Oh, but finally, <laughs> sort of. It's all over. <laughs> Michael is also like it's the beginning of their end. Oh uh, God! The, of yeah, so always My is. Yeah, Michael. Killer. Yeah, Michael has a host of health problems. I don't know if it's like picking fruit out of the grocery store, but they got a bruised they one. They should have squeezed it. You know. <laughs> Hey, yeah, there's a reason those avocados are on special, all right? They're all brown. 
You never adopt a brown avocado. Yeah, it's, uh, kids are like avocados. You don't want a brown one. <laughs> oh, God. Hey. <laughs> Actually, that's pro- that's accurate given my. <laughs> All right. Uh, again, not about me. It's. Um... <laughs> All right, so they they take Michael to a shitload of doctors and finally someone diagnoses and solves the problem, but it requires a a lot of really expensive supplements. His avocado's brown. Guess who sells a bunch of supplements? Oh, Oh, let me guess. Mr. Ranieri? Yeah, Keith Ranieri and Consumer's Byline. So we're still still in that timeline. Um, So... Uh, they actually going to see Keith is actually Rusty's idea, or so Tony says. Not only do they need more affordable supplements for Michael, but they also need they, they could use a boost financially. Um, oh God! So, and so Keith has could so just this the is, solution. Yes, because this is this is where all the fucking they're like we needed supplements, but also we needed money. So the whole you know. So I like, started sucking his dick. Yes. <laughs> Because now they've been married a few years, Rusty wasn't as stable as Tony thought because uh, his mom actually ran the tanning salon company and was running it like shit and into the ground because Rusty had no say and she had terrible business sense. Who's going to trust a tanning guy named Rusty? (laughs) You you want your... (laughs) Come into Rusty's tan. What do you need to get in front of a a light bulb or something? (laughs) I, I'm in Rochester. I got a hundred watt light bulb right here, baby. <laughs> I'll, I'll tan you up good. Yeah, come. I'll I'll make you orange like the president. I'm rusty, rusty, rusty tan. Yeah. <laughs> come on down to rusty tan, <laughs> which sounds like the most redneck Chinese guy of all time. Oh, I'm rusty tan. Rusty tan. It's like tanning just for your ass crack. That's, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll get your ass crack good and brown. <laughs> I feel like there's another way. This is from South Pacific. What are you gonna do? Not wipe? Get a brown? Get a brown asshole the good way? Uh, no bleach here. All brown assholes. We'll poop on you. <laughs> All right. So, um, so. According to all this, yeah, Rusty suggests as Tony says, okay, let's go meet this, this smartest man in the world guy. Um, so they go down to... Uh, A mini mall. <laughs> essentially, yeah. Where the, where the smartest man in the world would live. <laughs> right next to a Western Union. They, no, they go to... It's, <laughs> you I, know, like Isaac Newton. <laughs> this is literally... I have so many fucking facts in this, and I fucking forgot to put the name of the hotel, but it wasn't a hotel. It was like a Rochester... It was like a, some fucking like Rochester Days holiday. Or some hotel shit. six. Yeah, like... Uh, so... Um, that when they meet Keith, it comes up that Tony is a smoker and she's been wanting to quit. Keith says, I can help with that. <laughs> Here, put this in your mouth instead. Yeah. <laughs> they go into his office where he says he's going to do basic hypnosis. And when she leaves his office, she never wants a cigarette again. The weird thing is she thinks she was in there for 15 minutes, but her husband says, no, two hours and 45 minutes. I almost filed a missing persons report. I could have watched The Godfather in the time you were there. <laughs> Which is what I do, because come on, I'm rusty. I'm rusty. I'm rusty. Come on. I love The Godfather, of course part he goes, one and two. Of course he goes to The Godfather. That's, yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's his go-to. Yeah, that's, that's his Star Wars. He likes Wars. the consigliere role, the one that's the Irish dude. Yeah, yeah, the consigliere, the one that's in the next room while his wife sucks a guy's dick. Yeah, that's the consigliere. Two hours. And so that's, that's the thing, is like, this is all... 
this is where I'm like, the truth is not the truth. Mm. This is like, she says she was in there hypnotized that she doesn't remember anything for two hours and 45 minutes. But after, after this, she's like completely sold on Keith and CBI and all the success of this. It's, uh, that guy must have some pretty winning dick. 18 inches. (laughs) It's as long as his hair. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so she said she had initial hesitation because she's already been a part of multi-level marketing programs and has lost thousands of several of her friends dollars. (laughs) His dick tastes like a swindler's dick. (laughs) (laughs) I can't put my finger on that. I can't put my tonsils on it, but there's something that's familiar. (laughs) Really familiar. (laughs) Really familiar. But, Tastes like losing $30,000 again. <laughs> yeah. You ever had a cum load in your throat so bad you feel like you're about to lose thirty grand of your friend's money? Those are good friends. Oh, man, this guy must eat asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> Avocado, I heard, helps. It's a Brussels sprouts. It's, uh, all right, uh, so this, but, you know, this, she, it made her quit smoking, or he got her to quit smoking, and somehow this correlates to massive success at CBI. Of so course. she is, thinks it's a sure thing. She's in on it. Uh, I think she just sees the scam and wants and needs the money. And yeah. that's that's because her husband this, lied to her. This is because, ca- classic Karen logic, where it's like, well, he fixed this one thing for only me, so he must be good to rule the world. Yeah. <laughs> that's classic classic Karen logic. During all of this, uh, Tony and Russie's marriage is really starting to hit the skids. Um, Tony and Keith are spending more and more time together. Uh, Tony is one of uh, Consumer Byline's top salespeople. Um, see, and by now, uh, Keith has discovered during hypnotherapy that Tony was abused as a kid and he's determined to heal her of that trauma. And this is according to Tony, who is a liar, but she says, uh, Keith convinced her that all of her marital problems were as a result of not dealing with her trauma. So she needs to purge herself of it. So he brings up the abuse constantly, 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 constantly. That made a lot of sense (laughs) until that last part. Yes. Uh, (laughs) I would have to agree with Keith that all of her current problems are because of the past ones. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But in that he's right. Yeah. Yeah. His premise is correct. But unfortunately, (laughs) where he goes with it is uh, a bit problematic. Yeah. If you're just like turning a corner, like trying to get a cup of coffee and someone's like, hey, by the way, you want to talk about that thing? When you were four? Uh, yes. <laughs> Just constantly thinking about it is really helping me out with you know this problem. Gonna, you know what would fix her? Trolling her about it. <laughs> hey, but, what's up there, victim? <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. The, but it, it somehow turns... Tony says the main reason they're having marital problems is that Rusty wasn't honest about his finance and that they're in desperate need of money. Right. I don't know how because she's one of top, the, the top salespeople. So it, it's, it's almost like I they weren't is, making money. Yeah. So this is all bullshit excuses that she just likes Keith Bourne probably because he's got more money or something. I don't know. Um, he comes off as more successful. The, the, the marriage failed because she started fucking another guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like, I no wonder st- why my marriage is failing. Go, 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 go. So, I, I keep getting fucked by Keith, but I don't know why I don't like Rusty as much anymore. <laughs> That's thank you. You 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 were able to summarize all of my frustration with this. But so ultimately, the 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 nail does turn. They need a quick twenty five grand 
to save the tanning salon That's again. It. <laughs> That's the worst premise for a porn movie ever. I was thinking an 80s movie. Yeah, like, an 80s porn movie. <laughs> <laughs> Feathered hair, big spherical tit job, and just like, what are we going to do for the tanning salon? It's basically breaking, but it's like breaking your hymen. I'm like, <laughs> breaking your pussy. Dude, yeah, well, you're, you guys are really not far off. Do they off. have a bake we, sale? You're, bake sale. No, no, I don't, it's not so much of it, but there's the uh, oven could be a metaphor for some of this there's yeast involved <laughs> yes there's yeast involved that's thank you bob um so she goes to keith for the money she knows someone who's rich keith she goes to keith for the money he says i can't give it to you because all of my money goes back to the company uh, and i, I, and I can't write you a company check but what i can do is i can get you in touch with uh one of my business partners our general counsel george weiss and maybe he can set something up for you, like send a decent proposal type thing or something because they're all really gross. Um, so they, Tony goes on a meeting with this George Weiss dude. And despite no sex happening whatsoever, no sex transpiring, George tells her that she's really smart and ambitious and they're going to use her to launch a new line of consumer byline things. Right, because she's, she's gonna, the number one she's, salesperson of consumer bylines. Well, one of the top ones, yeah. So yes. you're really smart. Yes. <laughs> wait, you've been. You, wait, how many people have you scammed? I mean, I mean, sold yeah. consumer byline to consumer byline because uh, this is definitely not a scam. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, this is this is they're gonna do. So the supplements were just part of consumer byline. They're gonna do National Health Network, which is just gonna be health beauty products and like health supplements, vitamins, and things like and that. Cigarettes. <laughs> later, later it would be called on it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're starting beef with the biggest podcast yeah, in the world. Yeah. What's up, Rogan? Oh shit! Shots fired by Bob Keen. So <laughs> we coming to Austin? We might be. I mean, that'd be dope. I would love that. <laughs> Let's do it. I, really, I, I already told you. <laughs> we d we'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh, so this is all just a show. This was all just a show. How Nancy Salzman and Keith Ranieri met. The future heads of Nixium. Nancy was a therapist having constipation issues, and she went to the National Health Network. I got Bob on a on the wrong part of that drinking a beer. All right, all right, all right. Nearly broke that man in half. I'm gonna do that again. Nancy was a therapist having constipation issues, <laughs> and, and went to National Health Network. Uh, bullshit. What whatever. for a garden hose? Come yeah, on, just for take a consultation care of it. for supplements. That's what they all say. She. It's another person that saw the scam, wanted it on the scam. No, I, no, I get it. This like, has to be the only person who's joined a cult because she needed stool softening. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most bland way to get into a sex cult. <laughs> no, but I get it. Like, uh, if, if you have constipation, a million other Americans do, and if we all have constipation together, we can solve constipation. Hi there, y'all. Well, Are you full of shit? <laughs> <laughs> well, come on down to Consumer Byline. We're all full of shit. We'll fix your right up god damn how long have, did you spend researching this and you you didn't th see that how did bob figure that it's out what before? i'm here for baby it's, she, tony wrote that in her book i wasn't oh gonna. bob did you read the book i did not no so there you go i read books come on i um yeah i wasn't gonna steal a joke from a fucking ghost writer <laughs> but i will parallel think with one. yes no that one's at that least worked, that yeah. one's original i'm in the clear i think so, bob should become a ghost writer <laughs> All right, so Tony says she meets with Nancy. She gives her supplements and helps her shit her pants or whatever. And Nancy, <laughs> <laughs> I'm shitting so well that I love consumer byline. 
look at these skid marks. <laughs> you could get skid marks too. Just give me thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> the thirty thousand dollars skid mark coming this summer. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and Nancy is so happy that she's shitting herself finally that she offers to see Tony for therapy for free. So, and this is I have uh, our first uh, Hawaiian dreams for you guys today. Uh, awesome. Here we go. So, I gave her the rundown on our relationship from the first meeting at the Rochester Holiday Inn, there we go, to the move to our home in Waterford. Keith has grandiose ideas. He just sits around thinking all the time. I'm so sick of hearing him say, you don't understand me, Tony. I'm thinking. He, he lacks follow-through because he's so lazy. I mean, he's useless, doesn't even know how to wash a dish. You should have seen how he lived in his old house. The place was like a garbage dump. He's keeping odd hours again and spending more time with his enablers than with me and Michael. He sleeps for most of the day and stays up at, li at late at night doing God knows what. Other women. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Tony. Uh, the only time I was sure of his whereabouts was during the O.J. Simpson trial. He didn't miss a minute of that. <laughs> oh. He found it riveting. That is, that is such an odd thing to drop. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was... Well, I think that was most of every American in 1992. Yeah. Like, everybody watched it. Fucking like but Nancy said, Oh, that's easy, she said cheerfully. He's a psychopath. I can help you with that. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Oh, he's a psychopath. Oh, okay. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah. So Nancy suggests a formal sessions with uh, Tony and Keith, actually. And Keith actually thinks it's a great idea. And he he's goes He's also in. a psychopath. Yeah. He And they go in for a session together. And at their first session, like, Tony is all, like, happy. She thinks that, like, you know, they're going to go into, like, him being a Get pompous fixed. narcissist and stuff like that, you know, <laughs> being cruel and useless and prone to being a megalomaniac. This is every fucking, everyone that brings someone else into therapy, they're like, all right, it's going to be me and the therapist yelling at him about all his problems. And yeah. it's and never, it's, it's never yeah. like that because it's therapy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. And well, Nancy turns it on her and he was like, the issue is that you were molested at a young age. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to the well. <laughs> and you never worked through your trauma. That's why you were stuck. I can help you, Tony. I can I can help you be a better mother, a better businesswoman, a better partner to Keith. But you have to do exactly what I say. God damn. <laughs> Wait, a better partner to Keith? Yes. Yeah, so they're yeah. fucking already. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. No, they went to they went together to the therapy. Yeah, right? they went together to the therapy. Yeah. Wait, I may have, she... So the marriage fell apart essentially, and it, it's oh. like they just start seeing each other. It's there's really no like delineation there like this it's a lot of blurred because lines they're working together at the same time too so they're sleeping together and having this relationship she's spending all their time like so like this i think they're actually not totally even divorced with rusty yet jesus christ yeah. this is so, how insignificant rusty is in her life yeah is that she doesn't even say when exactly they get divorced it's just like i met keith and then, like, Rusty just disappeared at some point. Just, uh, the, I, I lost track of him. The facts in her book that she chooses to go on about, like, for pages, and then the ones that, like, she just mentions flippantly, are just, it's insane to me. And, again, it just, I think it's with everything. Everyone's hiding something. Uh, Did you look into Rusty? <laughs> a little bit, but, there, dude, there's so much. Like, there's, do you know if he's still alive is what I'm asking. Yeah, no, he, I, he, there was a article oh, okay. with him, him, him coming out recently, like in 2017. Oh, because so. so he didn't disappear. <laughs> no, but there, we're gonna 
Tony does rough up one of her later dudes. Oh, <laughs> so he goes not... all Tony on him. Okay. Ah. So, but I so it, at least in my head, like it felt like pretty clear that Keith already knew Nancy. Yeah, he he got her. Like into, he somehow yeah. got her into all of this. I, uh, so, anyways, Keith knew Nancy long before you know any of this really happened. Anyways, now we are back to normal timeline. I just okay. had to give you all of that. Because, <laughs> because it's really important though. Because like when one once we start having like all the new like women coming into the cult and stuff like that, they all have that essentially the same backstory as as Tony and Natalie. Like right. they all gotcha. like broken home, like abuse or neglect, and like this thing where you're just like striving for something that you can't get constantly, and then fucking Keith Raniere is there. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> so for every woman going forward. Just re-listen to this part. He's he's basically on a stream panning for abused gold. Yeah. That's pretty much what every cult leader does, yeah. really. And not everyone's the same, so we are, I'm going to go into their backstories, yeah. too. Some were raped at five. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they waited out, you know? All right, so August 21st, 1992. A certified class filed a lawsuit against Keith Ranieri and Consumer Byline alleging that it's a illegal pyramid scheme. Alleged, uh, apparently thousands of members have not been receiving payments for their referrals. No one's getting a discount on anything uh, now. That <laughs> <laughs> they're not even getting the discount. Wait, damn! There's, I thought that was the whole reason yeah, why we're all buying microwaves. That's why I'm working nothing. at Walmart for the employee discount. There's uh, literally 10% nothing. Off. <laughs> Woof! It's just the membership. They're just selling shit to each other. Jesus, yeah. what a fucking... I guess it's like capitalism now. <laughs> all dicks, no holes. It's the worst gangbang of all time. <laughs> So, all right. So they, 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 the conditions of the settlement are simple. They have to agree to cease and desist from all business activities from the recruitment of members. So essentially, they just have to stop Wait, do, recruiting does, anyone. Does he have to stop fucking Tony? Because <laughs> that seems like a business transaction no, at this point. Not yet. Not in the eyes of the law, Bob. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 1992. She's still together with Rusty. <laughs> together so with finger with yeah. finger quotes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Two fingers together with Rusty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You twitch them like that, you know. <laughs> so they, um, they uh, one of the other conditions is they need to essentially any like anything that looks like a pyramid scheme anymore. They have to get rid of any of that, any out of their right. marketing, anything. They have to essentially the conditions of this is that they have to become a legitimate business. Right. So no more <laughs> of those uh, whiteboards. Yeah. That no more like showing pyramids. No more thing. No, no more like selling memberships or anything. Like if, if you're selling discounts to products, you have to actually sell like the product <laughs> with, and then that's that's added discount. You have to actually <laughs> deliver the product, sir. Sorry to really did, did fuck up your hustle here, but I, it, it's customary to, you know. Yeah, and they they settle for about ninety seven grand, which is nothing. Spit in the bucket. Why? Why did they why did they settle? So this is a quote from the decision. The decision of plaintiff and her counsel to settle is not an admission that the amended complaint lacks merit, but based primarily on the defendant's weak financial condition <laughs> and inability to pay any significant judgment which may be rendered in this matter. This is how Donald Jeez. Trump 
did business for like 40 years. Well, yeah. Since 1992. Actually, so. still. Yeah. No, he, <laughs> That's well, how yeah. he was doing business in Manhattan at this point. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. They they had absolutely, it was just like all pass through money. All of the income was still just going into people's pockets that they were spending it. They didn't even really stash any. Like they confiscated some money and stuff, but it was like, it's insignificant. Um, no, he, he understood what was going to happen. Like when you're in a pyramid scheme, you got to blow that fucking money immediately. Yeah, because yeah. If you have any money, and nothing, they're going to take it. And you can't it. do yeah. it on anything that that they can take from you. Just be like, just get really expensive takeout. Yeah. <laughs> just get the really. Chinese food restaurant. Just like, yeah, get get a pizza delivered to tip a thousand bucks or something. Just like, what are you going to do? Yeah. And he is, and he he does love he his purchasing thing is like gambling on the stock market. He thinks he's a genius, so he figured he has all these like algorithms, <laughs> and he thinks he's gonna like break the stock market. And just wastes money. Yeah, just he just throws keeps money losing. into the fire. It's like a guy who just plays with a Rubik's cube for thirty seconds, doesn't solve it. It's like, look at that. Yeah. Wow, it's less fucked up. Give me another Rubik's cube. I'm fucking setting the record today. So 1993, I'm just lumping these all together because 25 state attorney generals sue consumer bylines for being an illegal pyramid scheme. Oh, it's only half a- the states. civil sediment. Yeah, like yeah that. that's <laughs> only <laughs> half of them. <laughs> there were 25 a- attorneys general that didn't sue. Whatever, man. No, no, we get it down here in Mississippi. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, you you buy from them, and then you sell to two, and then them two sell to four, and then them four sell to eight. Yeah. We get it. We have a Confederate flag on our state flag, <laughs> so we think this is just fine. Bars and stripes. <laughs> Stars and bars, yeah. baby. Stars if you turn bars. it right, it looks like a pyramid. <laughs> pyramid pyramids are in that place with all them brown fellas. <laughs> I don't believe in them. Yeah, brown fellas is one thing, but them pyramids, what? What? Pyramids. All right. That was a weird place to leave it silent. (laughs) I I think that was a sign of respect. (laughs) For who? For the dead. Yeah, fair. Uh, July 10th, 1993. uh, A date. uh, A woman files a complaint with the New York State Police. It alleges Keith Raniere had sex with this person, a girl, back in 1990 when she was 12 at the time. We talked about it in episode two. It's super gross. Listen Um, to episode two for get grossed out. Yeah. Uh, he offered his mom a CBI employee to tutor her daughter for free. She says yes because he's the smartest man in the world and she's a retard. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, Keith and the girl have sex everywhere. The house, the offices, elevators, according to the affidavit. But she wishes not to press charges. Really? Yeah. Why? Does she does she think Santa will get mad? I, I don't know. Probably just like make it stop. Just go. Jesus, that's fucked. Even at 12, you're fucked oh my god how depraved do you have to be to be like banging a 12 year old you're like man you know what make this more exciting we do it in the kitchen (laughs) and then my office and then the living room and then the elevator that's fucking that's just like looking around at the house like you're gonna buy it that's fucked all of this is fucked (laughs) all right i'm gonna get us out of it september 3rd 1996 the new york attorney general settles with keith for forty thousand dollars wow uh, for con- the consumer byline uh, fraud, uh, he pays only nine thousand dollars. <laughs> Classic. <clears throat> now and he has to get a used Toyota Celica. <laughs> like yeah. what? They shut doors in New York, but continue operating. 
In other states, everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's always a sucker. There's yeah. 50 suckers in this. There's 50 states. You can fool one of them. Finally, in 1997, the state of New Jersey seizes all assets related to consumer byline oh. for non-payment of taxes. Oh, they fucking what? the Al Capone shit. <laughs> it's always it's, it's always the not uh, the IRS taxes. is the is like the 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 free safety of <laughs> of organized crime. It's like he's gonna go all the way. Wait, he got caught by like the last guy. Yeah, yeah. It's the it's they're the they're the safety. They're the free yeah. safety when like everyone has failed to do their job. You're like, "Okay, now I got to come in and get a concussion." It's like the yeah, it's like the <laughs> kicker that has to tackle mm -hmm. the the kick returner. That's exactly <laughs> it. It's the fucking All right. Jesus. The Christ. punter just blew up Devin Hester. <laughs> <laughs> I always love it when the, they guys, those guys try. They always get hurt. <laughs> no, 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 no. The, the, there was one. I forget his name, but man, he could hit. <laughs> he was one so memorable, I forgot his name. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's the one time that someone actually well, did no, that. Well, no, no, Reggie Roby. Reggie oh, Roby was his name. The guy was built like a linebacker. Anyway. Reggie Roby. Dude, I, okay, I can't wait. We're coming up to my, well, we're going to fucking, I can't okay, wait. It's 1998. Right. Keith, ha Keith has to keep the bullshit going, right? Right. He you has, feed the he has a I harem mean, to fund. He needs money. <laughs> These bitches ain't free. Do we know how large the harem is right now? Yes. So at this point, so it's Tony, Gina Hutchinson, Karen Unterreiner, Pam Kafritz, and there's uh, one more. There's a Kristen Keefe. Jesus Christ. Five women. There's at least five. There's also like, because they're, cause they're yeah, there's scanning some women in and out and stuff like that. So, um... <laughs> All right, but all right, he needs money, but fuck supplements. Let's improve the mind, right? <laughs> Alpha the brain. brain unlocks all human potential, so if you can master your brain, you can become more potential. Jesus. <laughs> so, he oh does sound like fucking Alex he, Jones. He, yeah, yeah. Oh, so my God. You, okay, remember Nancy Salzman from earlier? Yes. Right. The therapist. So... <laughs> That is Weird it on it. supplement member affiliate constipated lady. Um, yes, the one that needed to shit. But also yeah. person who Keith knows for sure is an absolute piece of shit person because he's manipulating his girlfriend, Tony, through her therapist, Nancy. Yes. Um, so they form in July 1998. Keith and Nancy form Executive Success Programs, ESP. <laughs> what? Yeah, stupid. And it, that's definitely on purpose because Keith loves that fucking sci-fi shit. Yeah, get to. yeah. He seems it's, like a real fucking Dune guy. So it's. <laughs> well, you know, I'm on the fourth book. I am a genius. <laughs> Nerds. He read Ray Bradbury once and thinks he's deep. <laughs> that's that's exactly right. That is exactly he, he fucking takes all of this shit way too far. So uh, so it's initially advertised as a self help group. By the way, so we'll get into this later. But it's ESP is public. Be Nixium is also formed at the same time. That's what it's called. Once you get in, they don't advertise Nixium to the public until 2003 when there's like they kind of get some stuff uncovered because you can't go cult forward, right? No, 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 <laughs> no. That has to L. be on the back Hubbard. end. Yes, he's doing an L. Ron Hubbard creating yeah, an LLC. Oh my god! Also a sci-fi writer. We're so. about to get to the breakdown. Well, kind oh, of. <laughs> um. So it's. A self-help group marketed to people who are already successful but still looking to maximize every out last ounce of their being. Um, good, good fucking fr good fraud. That's yes. always a good just to fuck over the wealthy. All right. 
So these are the 12 points of Nixium. So mm. this is, there was a lawsuit about this, thankfully. And this is why we, we got it because Keith awesome. lost the lawsuit. We're going to get to that later. Um, so 12 points. Success is an inert, should I do music to this? I, I just want to hear it. Okay. Success like, uh, is an internal state of clear. No, Honest, no, do the yuppie music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, this is yuppie music time. Success is an internal state of clear, honest knowledge of what I am, my value in the world, and my responsibility for the way I react to all things. <laughs> Two, there are no ultimate victims. Therefore, I will cho not choose to be a victim. Three, I am committed to be successful. I understand each of us must raise ourselves and thereby raise all others, as all others raise us. This is interdependence. Four, in my own right, is my earnest earned success. True success cannot be stolen, copied, or received by happenstance. I will not masquerade as successful by these methods or any other. I will earn my success. What? What? <laughs> this is a word salad. I, Bob's having a panic attack. I'm, I, I'm dying. I saw over you here. breathing pretty heavily. Tribute is a form of payment and honor. This is important later. Yeah. Um, Wait, what, what number is that? This is number five. Tribute oh. number five. Tribute is a form of payment and honor. It is giving credit where credit is due. I will use my tribute to uphold others beyond my petty likes and dislikes. As a result, I will define myself and my true contribution to humankind. Wow. You got to love the double speak. We've gone through five of them and he hasn't said anything yet. <laughs> What the fuck? This is buzz. Oh, you're you're keep getting it, Bob, oh, dude. And we fuck. have, we have. By the way, we have a critical breakdown of all yes. of this later. Um, oh my god! Do you like that this panic attack, Bob? <laughs> oh, I'm halfway through. R remember when Andre and I were talking about truth? <laughs> oh god! Bring on the second <laughs> half. All right. Successful people do not steal, and they have no desire or need to steal. I will not steal anything. I will always earn what I need and desire. Copying without permission or tribute is not the highest form of flattery. It is theft. Theft is also taking or receiving something without fully earning it. It is always at the expense, no matter how small, of others. By the way, you have to sign a non-disclosure agreement if you want to do anything in Nixium. He's Dave. stealing <laughs> his... Setting foot into the door. No, the whole thing with the clear and all that, he's stealing right now from Scientology. Yes. That's yes. <laughs> and he's currently stealing from millions of people. A probably. bunch of people, <laughs> yes. a bunch of money. Okay, keep uh, it he's going. He's already stolen. Yeah, no. He is a CBI has it's already proven. been, yeah, it's already been taken away, everything away because yeah. of stealing. Yeah, he this would is probably we, call that theft, though. He doesn't is, like taxes. This is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he seems real libertarian. Ugh. Oh, my he God. the roads, though. You ready for number seven? <laughs> Fuck, sure. Inner honesty and integrity are the highest human values and the foundation of the human psychology. Really? <laughs> All other values arise from them. I will never trade my integrity or inner honesty for any other value. It is never worth it. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, <laughs> sex cult guy. Really? You run a sex cult and you've already gotten busted up by the federal government, but like, hey, let's talk about integrity. Fuck. Oh, oh my God. See, this is the main issue with cult leaders is that it's not listen. I don't like don't do as I do. Do as I say. But oh, also, yeah. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that he's more him. of a dictator. Like, yeah. Do as I say, not as I do, but I'm also not doing that. Yes. That's Oh man, this is way too relevant. <laughs> there is oh nothing else from 1992 that's this relevant. All right. Number eight, the methods and information I learn in ESP are for my use only. I will not speak of them or in any way give others knowledge of, the, of them outside ESP. 
Part of the condition of being accepted into ESP is to keep all its information confidential. If I violate this, I am breaking a promise and <laughs> breaching my contract, but more importantly, I am compromising my inner honesty and integrity. And maybe compromising me. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Please keep this shit a secret. <laughs> don't tell a fucking soul. You don't tell nobody. Or <laughs> we get Frankie Four Fingers on you. Hey, I'm Frankie Four Fingers. And I, and I endorse this message. <laughs> this um, is the most legalistic Ten Commandments I've ever seen. Twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Two better. <laughs> he probably thought of that. Yeah. He's yeah. like, this is... This is two better. This is more. All right. So true success... Number nine. True success is never at the expense of others. As a successful individual, I will never envy another's success. I will replace because I real... I will rejoice because I realize the success of others raises me up just a little bit more because I am also part of the human team. It's like he's riffing this at 2 o'clock in the morning, and this is part of the 12 points. This guy I did mind. a bunch of coke and then found out what irony means. And <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, hey, check this out. <laughs> Dude, and at, like with everything, too, it starts going off the rails the deeper you go. The actualization of human potential by anyone is a tribute to all team humankind. If, team humankind. Team human. Yes. If others are successful, I will protect their success against those who envy them. I pledge to purge myself of all parasite and envy-based habits and replace them with the habits of effort and interdependence. Jesus Christ. We are so close to the end of this, this bullshit. Guy, oh, my God. But I, I feel like it, it, we're ju we've just been chasing <clears throat> chasing our psychological tales. For, what do, the shit? Do you know what this means? I read... I just... I. I know. I, I know exactly what this is. Yeah, These are his fears. This is verbal purgatory. That's what yeah. this is. Yeah. No, it's all of what he's trying to train people to just yeah. not give Do up. Do this to him. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this is everything he fears. This is amazing. Yeah. It's like, here's what you're not going to do to me. I'm, I'm so uh, concerned about this that I need to indoctrinate you to, like, Bob. You need to come here every Saturday and sit here for four hours. Commandment one. Oh, God, that seems like a lot. <laughs> Dude, this is... Wow. <clears throat> this reminds me, my mom used to work at a corporate place, and boy, howdy, the, the take-your-kid-to-work day talks. It's like, hey, uh, have you ever met an actuary? And I'm still there in my mind. <laughs> you lose... Like, time doesn't exist anymore once people like this start talking to you. Right. And so I'm just in a weird spinning, like the never ending labyrinth miasma of just nightmare buzzwords. Dude, I'm going to well, break your brain, but then I'm going to heal it. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you, Andre. Uh, and if the one thing I know from what we've just found about this healing is, Bob, we need to talk about every all those issues all the time constantly. Yeah. <laughs> I think Keep playing that fucking music. <laughs> this whole podcast is Andre starting a cult and we're the first two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, so who's the therapist that it's constipated? Who's I don't one know, getting but fucked? I, think, I guess I have to fucking suck Andre's dick now. I don't no. know, man. Would you I'm rather sorry. suck my dick or listen to my problems? Man, <laughs> it is a dead heat. <laughs> as long as I don't have to hear them while I'm sucking the dick, I think I'll be fine. Which okay. finishes quicker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're both. It's really just they're both edging. Oh. <laughs> All right, number 10, I will unreservedly accept the success I have earned. I will accept no more and no less. This is accepting with integrity. 
I will give unreservedly to those who have earned it. This is giving with integrity. I will accept with integrity as easily as I give with integrity. To not accept what I am worth or what I have earned is to devalue myself and thereby, thereby all others. What? 11. People control the money, wealth, and resources of the world. It is essential for the survival of humankind for these things to be controlled by successful ethical people. I pledge to ethically control as much of the money, wealth, and resources of the world as possible within my success plan. I uh, will always support the ethical control of these things. Ah, uh, see, this, this is uh, this is interesting because the Ten Commandments not saying that they're perfect or good or anything, but at least God knew that after ten, uh, you kind of get off the rails instantly. Well, I mean, shit, this is only number eight. No, no that this was is number eleven. Number eleven oh. was was controlling all the money <laughs> and wealth <laughs> no, and resources. No, it's not even. It's like people control right. money. Money is where people get money from. Mm -hmm. Money is people. It's just like what the fuck are you talking That's about? That's just Citizens United. <laughs> no, but this is the point. Eleven is I pledge to ethically control as much of the money, wealth, and resources okay. of the world oh. as possible within my success plan. See that then it doesn't doesn't make any sense. I understood that first part of what you just said. <laughs> But like, what is the well, success plan? Well, Everybody success else plan will do it bad. That, that's exactly what, no. That's what a pimp does. A pimp. <laughs> yes. A pimp takes the hoe's money because he honestly believes that he will do more, better for uh, for her. Yeah. That, is, that man, a bitch, just gonna just she gonna just waste, gonna waste it, it. Just gonna waste the money. I'm a bill of wealth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using my money properly. I'm stacking it up building a house behind my house. I'm building a house behind my house and these purple suits don't pay for themselves. Bitch, you just gonna use it on stupid shit like healthcare. <laughs> Bitch, you don't need a root canal. You need daddy to have a new Cadillac. <laughs> You're getting root canal every other day, bitch. What the fuck that gotta do with nothing? Keep your mouth clean, bitch. <laughs> And uh, the uh, final point. Yeah. 12 and 5th and 12th. Uh, a world of successful people will be better, a better world indeed. A world devoid of hunger, theft, dishonesty, envy, and insecurity. People will no longer try to destroy each other, steal from each other, down each other, or rejoice at others' demise. Success, success ethics, and integrity are co-inspirational. I pledge to share and enroll people in ESP and its mission for myself and to help make the world a better place to live. Jeez. So Have you ever read The Fountainhead? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even gotten to Ayn Rand yet. Oh my, of course Ayn Rand is going to show up. Fucking Jesus we, Christ. We had an 18-minute fucking talk about it on the first fucking episode, well, Bob. Yeah. Of course yeah. he's going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> We've all gone through those phases. What the fuck? 11, and tw 11 is that you want to hold as much wealth as possible, and 12 is you want to share the wealth as much as possible. It, it's, it's all no, 12 is you want to uh, get as recruit as many people as possible into it right so 11 and 12 are really the most important ones everything yeah, and else wear is you down with the fucking yes, double speak for the first uh, 10 that is i think that's literally it they beat you down with bullshit and then the only two actual points they make is control all the wealth try to get more members because that's when the coffee wears off that free <laughs> cup of coffee that you that get free coffee now you're ready for anything. Okay, so... <laughs> Jesus. Because I got a breakdown of... a. So there's a guy, a cult deprogrammer, which sounds just as fake as a cult, but whatever. <laughs> He's a professional and people pay him money, but... Yeah, it's like getting heroin to get off morphine, yeah. Yeah, he... So a, he went to 
uh, a session with or tried to go to a session with executive success programs. He got a lot of the pamphlets and stuff and he did. He attended uh, some of their meetings. So that is what their 12 points were. Now, do you want to know what they actually believe? <laughs> Fuck yeah, I do. Wait, are you saying that these 12 are fucking, is a smokescreen? <laughs> they have this like on the front of the building, like wait Congress? A, wait a minute. <laughs> There's something else going on here. It smells fishy. This is the story of what Nixium actually believes. Human beings are inherently parasitic, unable to take care of themselves and depend on others for their very survival. It is unreasonable for women to expect equal pay because they take maternity leave. <laughs> Men and women are held to different standards, so women are not entitled to equal rights because women were protected and sheltered from the consequences of their actions by men. <laughs> women were taught in, in, an, expensive, in an extensive eight-day intensive that they were inferior, dishonest, untrustworthy, and genetically and evolutionarily predisposed to subservient roles. In this warped natural order, women were monogamous, while men, by nature's design, were polygamous. Oh. Men, society, society protectors taught, inherited a code of conduct at birth. According to these teachings, men were taught restraint and to think about the consequences of their actions from childhood, making men inherently honorable and ethical. The Society of Protectors was a boot camp that purported to build character through taking responsibility and confronting adversity. Society of Protectors instilled in men the belief that they must follow orders from higher-ranking individuals without hesitation or question. Ranieri was never questioned, so the Society of Protectors members referred to him as Big Dog, followed his commands, and accepted his decisions and explanations on all matters. Nixium's core program offered intensive courses in human potential, wherein new recruits were sequestered in large group awareness trainings, or LGATs. These were intensive multi-day group therapy sessions centered on the theory that participants should have emotional breakdowns as a pathway to therapeutic and cathartic breakthroughs. These trainings would involve sitting for 10 to 12 hours a day, listening to people speak, and then breaking out into smaller groups with exploration of meaning exercises. You're crying, admitting everything that's bad in your life. You're being pushed to your psychological limits. After several days of being broken down with sleep deprivation and repetition exercises, members are told that the solution to their problems can be found in Nixium. <laughs> what the fuck? The program spells out a new version of good and bad. Here is a sampling from the workshop. When we were little children, we learned bad when someone yelled no, or that's bad, stop. We learned good when we were rewarded in some way. This sort of learning is inconsistent and limiting because in order to have a full understanding of each concept, we would have to examine every example of good and every example of bad. This practice session affords you the opportunity to reevaluate your definitions of these vital concepts to form a solid foundation for the future. As adults, parasite strategies keep people dependent on others and lower self-esteem. Many examples of parasite behavior are presented such as complaining about pain and suffering, saying, I'm hungry. I know I promised, but I had no idea how hard or painful this is going to be. The point here, according to ESP and Nixium, is that parasites try to avoid responsibility simply because they tried so hard. The information gleaned from ESP seminars is to be confidential, but they're supposed to recruit, so they're inherently doing a bait and switch on the recruits. 
there are no ultimate victims. Therefore, members can't see themselves as victims when they're taken advantage of by Keith Raniere and other members. There is a pledge to control as much of the money of the world as possible within each student's success plan. In fact, it is essential for the survival of the world for as much money of the world to be controlled by ethical people. It is our belief that humanity cannot survive another fall. All members of the human team must understand that the historic reasons behind this tendency so we can change it and survive. We believe this is the ultimate cause because it means our existence and all other causes and our existence depend on this knowledge. The mission of ESP is to develop an integrated ethical framework of human experience to stop the destruction of value in the world and move humanity forward. This practice session explains ESP's mission and gives students a clear knowledge of how and why to act to change historic trends. Did that make it clearer? <laughs> Not even a little bit. Uh, um, what the fuck? I, I don't know. Okay. I feel People like people read through all that, they're like, I'm gonna suck this guy's dick. Like <laughs> So that was that was essentially that was what once you get in the door, that's what they were saying. That was so the twelve points is what people yeah. read that's to get them in the door what i just read you is what they're pitching to people once they get in the door so it's, it's more gobbledygook it's completely scientology because is they get yeah. you with 100 percent. it's mirrored was, to scientology that's that insane. is that was what my next line was you wow. just said it <laughs> it's like uh w w what's that book that they first get you with scientology oh, uh, dianetics. Uh, dianetics dianetics and yeah. it's like oh it's not scientology it's dianetics and then it's like the 12 points and then once you get in the room it's like no, nah, we're Scientologists. No, nah, we're like, you were Scientologists, though. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. You're 200 bucks in. Come on. Yeah. Give us a shot. So the guy... In <laughs> it's just another $200 for the next book. I guess if I'm in for I a mean, penny, in for know, a pound. You got me in. <laughs> what's this about Thetans? <laughs> oh, that's a hell of a lead single. Let's see what's uh, what's on the B side. That's on book three. <laughs> so, so their actual commentary is that... Uh, on all of this gobbledygook uh this rick ross guy is like it's a, it's it's a kingdom of sorts ruled by a vanguard who writes his own dictionary of the english language <laughs> Damn, he loves that fucking vanguard word he, what a fucking nerd he, and I, we're gonna we're gonna get to that yeah uh he has his own moral code and ability to generate taxes on subjects by having them participate in his seminars it's a kingdom with no physical borders but with psychological borders influence how his subjects spend their time socialize and think so it's a cult Oh, it's, yes. it's, oh okay. that's exactly okay. what that is. <laughs> so, <laughs> I went to a seminar when I lived out in L.A., all right? See, you, I've seen it. I got it. So I found, I did some digging, and I found some uh, examples of some of their seminars. So this is, I think this is an, another uh, yuppie thing. Good. Ooh. All right, so Parasites, as uh, published in 1999, stages of evolution are dependence, interdependence, and interdependence. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, say that again? Dependence, yeah. independence, and interdependence. Okay. <laughs> they are also the basis of the producer parasite model. Human beings are both born parasitic, unable to take care of themselves, depending on others for their very survival. As people grow and develop, they learn two types of strategies. Parasite strategies, strategies that help people depend on others and lower self-esteem. And effort strategies, strategies that create interdependence and raise self-esteem. Most people use both types of strategies in life, but people mostly use parasite strategies, keeping them in a perpetual state of dependence and low self-esteem. Uh, donate to our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> he, in his rational inquiry module, module uh, on, he poses the question, is suicide wrong? What could 
when could it be the right thing to do? <laughs> All right, I'm listening. Or just like in the human experiment module, uh, is sex with children wrong if the child enjoys it? Or if they come from a oh country where God. parents have sex with their children <laughs> oh as part of their culture? I've been ah! saying it. I've been saying it for years. It's not molestation if the kid comes. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just exactly that, you know? No, Bob, Bob hit a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. All right. They also also have a system of sashes that denote seniority. Dude, you need sashes. It's like fucking karate class. So wait a minute. Karate colors. I'm going to break it down. Oh, no. The guy... the guy is like a retarded genius. Also, he patented the sashes. He This sounds okay. like some R. He, Kelly moves. He, it's called the Rational Inquiry Sash. Rational Inquiry. No, you know who's the making rational a Rational Inquiry Sash. You know who made a Rational Inquiry? The IRS. That's <laughs> that was a Rational Inquiry. Uh, and what? 25 other states. Yeah, <laughs> but made. by the way, like if the kid enjoys it, is it really Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> All right, U.S. Patent USD 469594S1 filed October 9th, 2001. My 17th birthday expired in 2017. Oh By the way, God. if anyone wants it. Dude, uh, we are I, making blood on the sand sashes. Sashes? Oh, my fucking God. I might have to cut that out just so no one else steals it. All right. White. White sashes were for students... <laughs> The white belt, essentially, yes. were for students uh, who had just joined the program. Anyone who paid to join the program got a white sash. By the way, do you remember Keith Ranieri took karate classes? That's why this is karate. Oh, karate obviously, belt yeah. Yellow, the next step up is coach. These members worked for free for the organization and also had to pay dues. Also, sort this is kind of getting a little pyramidy. Uh, oh, or- no kid. <laughs> Orange proctors wear orange sashes. These people were able to earn a small salary or commission for recruiting. However, you had to pour a lot of money into the organization to make this small Mm. salary. Because you had to buy the sashes, the books, and your dues are more (laughs) increased. I mean, but they're really nice sashes. I'm going to break it down, but these classes are really expensive. They're like thousands of dollars. Yeah, no, I remember the thing I did in LA. They're like, what would you do if you had to make $3,000 today? I'm like, kill myself? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, I'm in an improv class. I don't know what money is. If I could, I wouldn't be here. What the (laughs) fuck you? What the fuck you think you're trying to help me with? So right. that was the, the orange is the proctor. Orange is proctor. Green, the senior proctor. Ooh. All right. So as you they move don't up- even bother changing the name. <laughs> senior proctor. Senior proctor. So green sash generally costs a member around a million dollars. Jesus. Jesus. Fucking Christ. Fuck. Yes. Blue sashes are. Wait, for- wait. <laughs> Sorry. Is that it? That's it. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so you just get a sash like I spent one million dollars yeah, on this sash. So there's proctors and then senior proctors. It's just me. It's a different version. Of, it's just a higher level of proctor. Nothing. And you really, sunk a million dollars. You just sunk an organ. But it's green. It is green. <laughs> I mean, once Opposite. you get to orange, you're gonna get to green. Yeah. yeah. It's blue are for counselors and uh, so now we're up to counselors. So you had proctors and now counselors. And those cost, uh, it takes about $5 million to get to a, a blue sash. How uh, did anybody get these sashes? These members actually can make a salary. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Wait, They'll the green earn one? back that $5 million <laughs> in about eight lifetimes. Well, Bob, if it's you know, anything you, like Scientology, you will have extra lives. You know, you could just work at Burger King, right? Like You could just do that. They, they don't ask you for nothing. Wait, what year just is Just your this? dignity. This 92? is 1998. 99. You know what? With these names and these sashes, I think he got this from Star Trek The Next Generation. Because fucking Warf War sashes 
That's true. And there was Counselor Troy and like everybody that they were out of rank. Yeah, it was a uh, literally He's a huge an, sci-fi nerd. Literally, yeah, no, I guarantee you, this is from Star Trek. That's hilarious. It's literally, that was the fucking biggest thing in the world for a nerd in the nineties. It's literally an illegal enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, number one. <laughs> <laughs> well, when he was talking about data in that video, you yeah. know? He was talking about data. Anyway. Engage. But we're not done with the sashes. We're not. <laughs> we're not even halfway done the sash. We're almost done. Purple, these are the senior counselors. This is extremely hard to reach, and only three people ever got the purple sash. Oh, that's worth a lot of money. Yes. <laughs> don't, don't, almost as much as they paid. <laughs> Don't know exactly how much the gold was reserved for one person. Ooh. It Guess who? It was for Nancy Salzman. Oh. Her nickname or whatever is Prefect in all of this. Yes, that's a that's a fucking Star Trek. You know term. what? Yes. Representation matters, okay? So, if we're gonna have a pyramid scheme, a woman should be the one with the gold sash. Yes, that's right. The last sash is brown. It can be only worn by Keith, and it's made brown? entirely of his. No, it's a it's total full lie. Of shit. No, full yeah, of shit. Okay. The last one is gold. Keith doesn't have to wear shit because he's fucking god. Yeah. <laughs> he just has to look like John Lennon. Yeah, late John Lennon, <laughs> as opposed to the late John Lennon. Po- post, uh, post, uh, fired at right after he got shot. shot. In the all right. If he actually wore a brown, I you had me for a second. I believe. Dude, I was you. gonna say, I'll bet you it was a braided belt. That fucking dude, he had no sense of style. Yeah, it's un. I want. I wanted to sell it a little harder, frankly, but I didn't want to lose credibility. No, you're, you're <laughs> yeah, good. wouldn't want to do that talking about this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're talking about a miasma of lies, but like you know, I want you to trust me. <laughs> Well, yeah, you have to trust us. You can't yeah. fucking trust. This. Yeah, that's well, yeah. That's one of the reasons why Andre fucking loses his mind that's, every week. <laughs> Here, if you can't trust three shitheads in a podcast studio, who can you trust? I've heard people quote podcasts like as like the factual information. I'm like, oh, if no. we get quoted as a fact, that'd be. I want us. Uh, I I, want that's a, what I. That's the standard I want to set. Well, hopefully I, we will get there. I want our transcript to be mentioned in a court case. <laughs> oh, it will. <laughs> hopefully not ours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So. <laughs> you're, no, I'm. All good. right. <laughs> 1999. Uh, <laughs> Tony Natalie Key leaves Keith for a coworker ten years her junior. Um, she seems to be a pattern. <laughs> she uh, she says it all blows up over a fight over laundry. Um, and, <laughs> yeah. and then she found all of her things moved out. Uh, this is why I take everything with her with a grain of salt, because what really happened is that Nancy Saltzman uh, lent Tony $50,000 to help up uh, uh, like another fucking pyramid scheme, uh, like office in another location. And <laughs> they, it, like lost, Tony lost all the money. They went to bankruptcy court and Ranieri sided with Salzman instead of Tony. And oh, so they oh, had a no. falling out. <laughs> yeah. Wait, was the pyramid scheme the one I was involved with sexually? <laughs> the pyramid scheme was inside you the whole time. God damn it. Because <clears throat> Keith was fucking you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I got a pyramid scheme. <laughs> yeah, she knew. She was in on it the whole way. Um, yeah. So uh, court records show that afterwards, uh, because uh, she files a civil lawsuit later, uh, Keith sends her verses from uh, Paradise Lost <laughs> in the mail. <laughs> What the fuck? The is this citing the- commits to uh, commits to evil for protection slash stupid slash weak. He draws a diagram that plotted her life and said that she was in danger of careening down a pride barrier to a dream death line. 
a pride barrier to a dream death line. What kind of unicorn fantasy novel? Well, you know, you know Your where he got that line from. Dinner plates. I, I, I just, I, 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 this is brain fucked me. You know the monster in Frankenstein quotes uh, fucking Paradise Lost, and it's and it's quoted at the beginning of the book. Yeah, I'll bet. But this guy's asking for your money. Well, Jesus Christ. He's just not original. Everything no, yeah, he's, everything he's a, ripping everything off. Like, he just lives in a forest of metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a nightmare. Imagine, well, it's, uh, oh, God. It's Sherwin Forest uh, from uh, uh, Robin Hood is oh, where I live. Imagine what his dirty talk must be. It's just nonsense while he's fucking you from behind. Like My tractor beams are, <laughs> yeah, are preparing to dock yeah, with you. Fucking set phasers to impregnate. Like I don't. <laughs> this guy is such a wiener. Beat right. me up, Scotty. <laughs> most wieners have most like wieners have a the good taste to not in, interact with people. Yeah, this is what you what happens when it's like I belong in my mom's attic, yeah. but instead I'm gonna take over the world. Like what the yeah. shit? Mark Zuckerberg type. Yeah. Yes, exactly that. So all grains of salt taken in her book, Tony says Keith would grill her daily and even hourly about her childhood trauma, that he would make her do long sessions late into the night and into the morning and uh, and like the other women would help him. So like he would like leave if he got tired and Pam Kafritz or Karen would just like barge into the room. Like they would help him sometimes like just say like, hey, by the way, you're needed somewhere else. And then they would take over the session and then just go all night. Jesus just Christ. it's just like it's just harassing her. So okay, <laughs> this Jesus. is the most horrific fucking that thing. Is, I've yeah, ever heard I think in my that's life. what hell is like. <laughs> also, also that comes out in the lawsuit afterward is that the, everyone, every all these psychopaths are fan of sending letters afterward. Pam Kafritz, one of the other women in the harem, sends her a letter that's like really ranty, and at the end she said, "Even the Clintons have shown more loyalty to their friends than uh, who have supported them in hard times." <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ. So even in the midst of all of this very naked psychological torture, they can still call the Clintons out for some shit, and I'm not sure they're wrong. No, they're definitely not wrong. No, yeah, it's like, yeah, look, you want to be Vince Foster or what? Like, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, no, this is uh, this is why you have to confess all your sins right at the beginning of uh, Scientology, so they have a whole book of all the things that they yes. can fucking dwell on oh, yeah. you constantly. You're oh, yeah. reading my mind. So no, because I know cults. Well, this <laughs> yeah, is also... it's all blackmail. Yeah. So this is, we start with Tony Natalie on this episode, we end with Tony Natalie. So this is also one of the things that she reveals that in, like, part of the, the breakup she found, like, uh, like, Keith is a fucking hack. She finds a shoebox in his closet of nude polaroids of like all like the the pam and karen and all of these women and she like connects the dot and she's like oh tribute is a form of payment of giving credit where she's like tribute is nudes send <laughs> <Same> tribute <laughs> so, and she because it's not just them it's like all of these random women every woman yeah that's ever known keith for more than five minutes do so, you remember a time when just a nude on a polaroid would be like well i gotta do everything you say <laughs> Or else that's going to get leaked to the press. Yeah, now you can never do that and still not get Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> I don't expect it at all. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and the thing is, the the, the DOS and all the, the stuff, the really hypersexual stuff with the sending nudes where it's really formalized, that's probably going to be uh, episode five 
Ooh. Episode five and six are going to be really dirty. That's when we start to get into the Nixium, right? Yes. That's I mean, we're we're in Nixium, but well, we're we're only we're, doing, we're we're setting it all up so we're that in all the rough the crazy stuff shit and, makes yeah. sense. It yeah. Um, but so but this is like the early form of what they're they end up making a a structured form of like Scientology. Yeah. Give us all of this dirty all of the news and all of your bad stories and all of this stuff on you as a form of collateral in case you do anything naughty. Yeah. Classic <laughs> cult behavior. Yeah. Well, Jeez. I mean, and then they do pick up on the the uh, uh, the Christian uh, idea of original sin. They just make you originally sin. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when you cheat on your husband? Uh, I'm going to remind you that I cheat on him with you, <laughs> dick. <laughs> yeah, but you know. Whatever, you, you whore. <laughs> well, that's fucking crazy. This so, is a crazy fucking yeah. time. One one last note on that. I just thought this was funny with Tony. So she remarries that guy, Scott Foley, uh, who's 10 years younger. She meets him at a vegan restaurant that she and Keith own together. Oh, they actually. deserve whatever they get. <laughs> they deserve whatever they get. And so she's actually cheating then. Uh, so anyways, they get married. They're together for 10 years, but she finds Scott cheating on him at one point and uh, in in during the argument when she catches him texting another woman she grabs his balls so hard the dog whimpers and pees itself <laughs> the dog does the, the dog wait the, she grabbed he his yelled, balls he yelled so like loud and panicky that the dog the dog whimpered and peed itself <laughs> yo you know that chick can give a killer <laughs> hand job that yeah, chick killers the yeah <laughs> holy hell word there Oh my! Oh, oh, yeah. I, I honestly, my balls hurt when I read that. Yeah, <laughs> my dude. If yeah, you can make balls. the dog piss itself. Yeah, when you explained that, my asshole tingled. Like, yeah, it was that kind of like fear. Like I'm kind of hard, but I'm not happy about it. <laughs> you know, that is some vice grip on the ball bag. Yeah, I think you just found out a new kink. Uh, yeah, I learned more about myself in the last twelve seconds than I ever <laughs> wanted to. Holy hell. Cock and ball torture, and you don't need to even buy the twine. Jeez. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Real quick. Oh, by the way, do you want to hear real quick how much all of this costs, fucking idiots? Oh, yeah. Uh, real quick. So, like, just one one session. Uh, so, it's David Allen. He helps executives manage time and minimize stress. His uh, clients are General Mills. He pays – he costs $10,000 for two in-person meetings and two follow-up phone calls. $10,000. That's for this is the executive success programs help improve yourself right. kind of ESP. shit. Oh, yes, uh, VJ Govindarajan, a Dartmouth professor, uh, he helps executives prepare for tomorrow's business realities. Uh, he costs twenty to thirty five thousand dollars a day. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, and Richard Leiter, uh, he just helps people put their lives in order that's his his quote is we just help people put purpose to work in their personal and professional lives he costs 75 to a hundred thousand dollars for six to 12 months um of just general consulting of probably Jesus just making Christ. lists yeah you know what if you're willing to pay that much you you deserve it <laughs> jesus you uh, just deserve that. Well, but he's got it. He's not scamming poor people in Arkansas anymore. Yeah, he's I fucking guess. <laughs> yeah. got up in the world. Yeah, yeah. No, they're doing it to all the right people. Yeah, like it, it's like you said at the beginning of this episode. It's hard to feel bad for these people. Yeah, it like, really, it, it really is. is. It, yeah, it's these are these are the, the kind of kind of I don't know. I feel like they'd be the main character in a remake of American Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> You know well, what I mean? They tried yeah. that with the fucking what's her name in two thousand. 
Well, like no, no, two thousand eight. No, no. To get the proper evil, you need a man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's just how that works. It takes a man to be this fucking evil. Jesus, this is fuck. rough. This, so that's the women of like Nixium, like essentially like building up to yes. Nixium. These are the we're gonna the add those women. We're, we're yeah, those are the founding women. We're gonna add more, and then there's the you know there's more founders later and stuff of the <laughs> the, the, oh, the that's more rough. offset groups when it gets super kinky. Oh, well, I can't wait. <laughs> How do you but, feel about the twelve um, uh, commandments, Bob? I uh, they are going to haunt my nightmares. <laughs> uh, just uh, utter verbal nonsense. Because in in your dreams, you don't really hear what people say. And if you try to read something in a dream, it's just like all over them because that's not the part of your brain that's take involved. You back. So it's like I'm I every time I hear Keith Ranieri's bullshit, <laughs> it's like I go into a sort of lucid dream state where i'm not in control (laughs) (laughs) and it's like it's like it's not a higher level of consciousness it's somewhere off to the side it's like mk ultra yeah you're just like there in the room just like high out of your mind but stuck i understand how the manchurian candidate can happen (laughs) i've seen the underbelly of my brain and i don't like it it's uh so i can't wait for more of that (laughs) shit on the next episode yeah, no, follow us all on Instagram. Bob can be found at the Bob Keen. The uh, Bob Hashem Keen. for comedy. Hashem for comedy. That's Andre Hashem. That's Bob Keen. I can be found at uh, the mic site. I don't really do anything, but follow us on Instagram, Blood on the Sand Official. At Blood on the Sand Official. And also uh, iTunes and Spotify. Yeah, like, iTunes, Spotify. share, review. Give us five stars, Five you stars, yeah. Give us five stars. You made it to this Even point. Even if you hated it, give it five stars. Yeah, Say what, what do you suck. got to lose? <laughs> yeah, put other people through it. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Go fuck yourself. Fuck.